Everybody want to talk about getting your bag, getting your bag, getting your bag. Yeah, you need to get in your bag, but you also need to get in your past. Dig in your past. Find out why you feel the way you feel, why you act the way you act. Find out why you are who you are today. Do that. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Psych Expansion Podcast, episode 11. How y'all doing today? Have y'all been doing any self-reflecting? If not, today is the day. You're not getting off the hook. You're here. You're stuck now. Getting your past is the title of today's episode. Do you know why you are who you are today? Yeah, we going there. So I'm going to just tell you a little bit about myself and how I reflect on my situations or how I've dug in my past to better myself. You know what I'm saying? A big accountability shit over here. You feel me? Like we don't just we don't just blame other people. Big accountability shit over here. So first things first, I was raised in a Christian household when I was younger. And as far as I can remember, I was happy. I was happy. I always felt like I had love. I was always around my family. I was always curious though, right? What do they call me? No, they call me Tranfrey Truck Head because I had a big, I had a big ass head when I was young, and they compared my head to a 18 wheeler. Traumatic, I know. No, I'm playing. I didn't even think nothing of it. But yeah, I was always curious though. And around that time is really, I want to say I was anywhere between seven to ten years old. I started questioning the programming that my family had been going by. First things first was I questioned religion. Not necessarily in a deep way. I forget what it was since that was so long ago. That was, what, 22 years ago? But I questioned something and I asked a person that I would think would have known the answer, but they didn't. And I know everybody, everybody don't know all the answers. I get that. I get that. I'm not saying that they should have had all the answers. But I do feel like you should have some of the answers, especially if you want to try and guide someone. If you believe in it, if you truly believe in it and you want to guide someone, guide people to believe in what you believe in, you should be able to answer how it works a little bit. Just a little bit. Not just you don't question God. That's not what I felt like I was doing. I had a question about the Bible. And I know that kind of put some distance in between me and my religion at that moment because it stuck with me. I still remember it to this day. I don't remember a lot of things from my childhood, right? There's some things that were traumatic that I do remember. That goes for all of us, right? We all have traumas or that we hold on to. Not necessarily saying we cry about it every day, but they stuck with us. And that was one of them for me. I remember like it was yesterday, to be honest with you. And that really put some distance in between me and my religion. The thing that I got from that, now that I'm older, is that I don't know if people 
not just speaking on that one situation just lessons that i've learned through the years or things that i've been told through the years i don't know if people actually know why they believe in a thing it has been most people that that's been a part of my life most people will believe say they believe in something but not know why not know anything about it papa told your mama and your mama told you and that's just the way it's been ever since that's just been the road you're supposed to go down those are the concrete rules you're supposed to live by I think that when it comes to society, those same rules apply, right? That's why people don't step out of the way the the way that majority people do things. People, most people will either go to high school, go to college, get a job. Some people will go to high school, get a job. Some people will drop out get a job what i'm trying to get at is people just take that job route instead of trying to be some sort of entrepreneur or self-made person and i think that's because just the comfort that a person would get from doing what most of majority of society does it just feels like it's enough right it just feels like it's enough you've done the school you've done the high school college or whatever sequence of events you took you did that and you got a job this is what everybody else is doing you're working you're trying to make a living just like everybody else you're doing enough also i think that and this one is a big one because i don't want to seem like i'm trying to tell people to go against their family traditions but Things should be challenged. Ideas should be challenged. People are vulnerable to being misguided, misled. And this next one is basically the penalty a person would get for going against their family, right? Their family traditions. That holds a lot of people back. That's my whole point. People don't go against their beliefs and it could either be you don't want to go against your family or you don't want to be picked on by society or you just feel like you're doing enough already you've done everything else you're just trying to make a living like everybody else i can get that though right the especially the part about how you can try something and society give you pushback or bad mouth you or trying something new here's the thing here's the thing people will badmouth you for trying something new like you could be giving in your all they will badmouth you for trying something new and because you didn't get it right your first time they on your ass but those be the same people who complaining about a nine to five be the same people that complain about how things aren't getting better the same people that complain about everything, can't make it to work on time. Those be the same people. They're unhappy. Don't let them people stop you. Continue to do you. Grind. 
Let me cool down. Let me cool down. Let me cool down. Let me cool down. Listen, I get it. You got pushback. But does that justify why you... I'm going to go ahead and answer it. It doesn't justify. It doesn't justify. That pattern of people, of you trying something, people said bad things about you. Don't let that pattern continue through you. Don't be the person to talk bad about somebody else whenever they don't make it. I'm going to be real with you. That's flaw. That's flaw. No God looking at you. You feel me? I'll say this too. Here's a phrase that I like. I came across this earlier this week. And it says, don't let your own setbacks be the reason you discourage others. Use them as fuel to inspire and uplift those around you. Come on now. Come on now. They got to be somebody else feeling that same way I'm feeling right now. There has to be somebody else listening to this feeling the same way I'm feeling right now. I know somebody listening to this has picked on somebody else for not for going out and trying to get something more. But didn't succeed the first or second time or even the third time. Come on now. Why are you doing that? What's the what you getting out of that? Let's be real. What you getting out of that? Look at me. What you getting out of that? Oh, for y'all on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and other platforms, wherever y'all listening to it, I appreciate y'all for listening to it. But you can't see my face right now. But I'm in here damn near sweating. I'm getting heated thinking, just thinking about it. It could be these clothes too, but I think it's I think it's this topic. You feel me? I'm gonna just let y'all know, man. Don't continue, don't let those patterns continue through you. Don't be the bad guy. Just start something else. And maybe encourage that person and let that person encourage you. <laughs> Woo! I'm telling y'all, man. I, I These topics like this just get me riled up. I'm not going to lie to you. Because I see it all the time. And it's just like something that continues to happen. And at the same time, that person that gets ridiculed or that pushback, you got to be strong. You got to have some grit. Drop your, <laughs> drop your cojones. You feel me? Do something. You got to realize that person is unhappy. And they don't think they have the same capabilities that you do. They see the progress. If you were doing nothing, if they didn't have, if you were doing nothing, they wouldn't have their eyes on you. They wouldn't even know you. You know what I'm saying? What would they have to talk about? You doing something. They got it. They, you giving them something to talk about. Don't worry about it. You can't stop nobody from talking. You want to fight everybody that say something bad to you? You're going to be doing a whole lot of fighting. Somebody going to get the best of you. Somebody. A lot of somebody. I need you to ask yourself, is there a specific individual or experience obstacle that has a significant impact on your personal growth and or shape your perspective? Is there somebody or something that shapes your perspective on things and is that same thing or person stumping your growth i'm telling you a lot of times you're gonna find that right around you you ain't even gotta look far you ain't gotta just open your eyes you don't have to look far at all my child auntie aunt papa grandma you don't gotta look far 
because most of the time those things that you think are holding you back probably are within too a lot of the time that's what it is but you also have a community of people that surround you and yeah they're right in there it's not that person that you don't you barely talk to that probably had says something negative every now and then it's not them it's them people that's around you majority of the time it's them ones around you majority of the time i guarantee it i'm not saying every one of them but there's somebody that whenever they speak you listen not out of a fear thing but just you just respect their word and they may not be doing anything so anytime you're about ready to do something they ready to tell you oh that's gonna be hard oh i seen so and so do that yeah they ain't turn out well for them you're doing good at that job you might as well stay at that job listen get them out of your ear you feel me i've tried many things in life right i've tried many things in life and anybody that knows me personally which everybody that's listening to this podcast is eventually going to get to know me especially if you were returning but i've tried many things in life right from rapping to trading forex which is basically trading currencies gaming streaming i've done so many things i've literally made it to the point where i don't care what anybody else says about me i care what they say i would want a person to think good about me i care what they say about me but it's i don't it's not to the point where if you say gabriel you're not smart enough to do this you shouldn't do it or gabriel's over there struggling when he knows she be doing this or whatever especially if you're a person that's never tried anything and you don't want to do more than i guess what's expected of you you don't take no risk how you gonna tell me i'll i'll and i'm not just saying i i'm listen and i'm not being arrogant it's just that if you got a brand new job and you went in that job and let's just say you were dealing with clothes somebody from the local pea plant the where they sell beans and stuff you're gonna let them come in and tell you what you supposed to be doing no because they had never had that job they don't know what they're talking about they don't know what they're talking about a lot of times people will be so quick to tell another person what they should be doing whenever they're not doing anything or they've never done it in a day in their life tell me i'm lying tell me i'm lying that happens so often it's, and then they get mad let's just say you you do it you don't get it right on your first time and they find out about it they get mad be like man i told you don't need be doing this you should listen to me what I, who was you you know what i'm saying not in a disrespectful way but you've never done anything like this why should i just take your advice what gives what gives you credit other than maybe you lived longer than me but you've never done this 
you could be 90 something years old you can't go tell no snowboarder how to pro the proper way to go snow down a hill just because you've been living longer you know what i'm saying i said snow down a hill surf or whatever it's called ski you get the point but listen i just want to say one thing that i'm pretty sure that most of us have in common right i told you i've gamed i've played a currency i've rapped i've done a lot of things to try to step out of the norm my family's traditional way of living life or going about i don't even want to i don't even know if my family calls it success to be honest with you i don't know if they've thought about what success looks like to them i'm gonna just keep it all the way 100 with you i don't know if they have but i've done those things but one thing that we all have in common that we've all worked a job of some sort yes and the thing that i realized is that especially now that i'm older i didn't too much understand it back then most people don't manage money well you get that check barely hits your wallet your pocket you spending it while you cashing it you spending it on the way to cash it you spending it on the way depositing it that check is almost gone before you even you got so many plans for that check not to grow it not to grow the money but to just spend it on luxuries on things that please you and I'm not saying you shouldn't treat yourself every now and then, but every now and then you should think about how to grow your money instead of just spending it. Balance. And it ain't got to be 50-50. It can be 20-80. But it got to be some type of balance. Or else you manage your money. You manage your money incorrectly. I'm telling you, I learned this now that I'm older. Most people don't manage their money, like they don't manage their money well. Therefore, most jobs aren't going to pay you what you feel is enough. And then that's going to cause you to feel stuck. You're going to be like, oh, man, this job ain't paying me enough. I ain't never going to get out of here. They got the money. They could be doing this. They could be doing that. Whenever all you have to do is put $10 away this week not go out to eat three times a week not go out to eat twice go out to eat one time a week be happy save some money learn how to cook get you some glizzies for y'all a little bit older glizzies is just hot dogs but get you some hot dogs some beef hot dogs we don't do the swine. We don't do the swine. No pork. Get you some ramen noodles. Pink salmon and rice. Listen, I'm telling y'all, when I was younger, this is how we got through it. This is how we got through it. We didn't have a whole lot, but we ate. And I appreciate that. So, these are the meals right here. You got the pink salmon and rice. You got the hamburger helper. You got the hot dog. You can sometimes get hamburgers with it. Then you got you, you got the honey buns in the cabinet. You gotta be caught. You gotta be, you know what I'm saying. You got the honey buns. You got the oatmeal pies. 
listen man i don't even want to get too deep into that not to get too deep into that yeah but sometimes you just gotta sacrifice that's my whole point sometimes you gotta sacrifice stop looking on instagram and social media whatever social media you want and listen to other people how good they live in you don't know their sacrifice that's one thing a lot of people don't show is their sacrifice what they had to sacrifice to get to where they at what they're still sacrificing and it may be things that you don't want to sacrifice you look at these rappers and they made it from the streets you want that lifestyle but you don't want what they had to sacrifice and I don't blame you I'm not sacrificing my freedom like I don't want to go to jail I ain't gonna lie to you I don't want to go to prison I, I don't want to step foot near there I'm not sacrificing that but to be on a more general side of it, you don't want to sacrifice time to read a book. You don't want to sacrifice money that you would spend on, on, on alcohol to buy a course or, or a couple courses. That's going to take you a year to complete. But it's going to put you in a whole nother, it's going to put you on a whole nother level. It's going to put you on a whole nother wave. You're going to be looking like, dang, I, could, I just did that in a year? A lot of times we sit here and we go through life and we be like, yo, this year went by fast. And guess what? It's not going to slow down if you buy a course and you steady learn that course. That same year that went by fast would have went by just as fast if you would have bought that course. But you would have been in a better position that following year. Hopefully. But again, I realize that most jobs most people don't manage their money well therefore most average jobs will never pay you what you feel is enough which causes you to be surrounded by individuals who feel stuck the learning point within all that for me is i learned that money management patience discipline setting goals and consistency can get you out of that situation setting goals a lot of people don't set goals and i've it's been two years now two years that i've started setting goals like it could be the smallest thing but i'm setting that goal i want it done i know i procrastinate i need that goal completed i write it down i put it up that way i see it every day i'm constantly reminded of it i may not do it that day i may not do it that next week i may not do it a month from then but the more i see it the more i know i needed to get it done because i know if i get that thing done my life is going to get a little bit better a little bit better it gives you something to work towards. You know what I'm saying? You get a job, you work towards the money. You're happy when you get the money, but what else? What happens when you get the money? What happens when you get the money? You look forward to the weekend to spend it, and then what? You back in that same, you back to the beginning. You're looking forward to getting the money. You're looking forward to the weekend, spend it. Now you're looking, same pattern. You see what I'm saying? Set you a goal get out of that they call it the rat race that's what it is the rat race it's chasing that dollar chasing that dollar just to go spin it on poison and don't get me wrong i'm not gonna criticize you i'm not gonna ridicule i'm not gonna do none of that because i do drink too a little bit you feel me i'm not saying that i'm perfect no 
that's not what I'm saying. Chill. I'm not sitting here playing Mr. Goody Two Shoes like I do everything right. But I'm just telling you things that I learned. Right? You want me to just sit up here and just tell you everything I done wrong? Okay, those are some things that I done wrong. I just didn't sit here and point out every little thing. Don't be mad when somebody point out a, a, a something where they think that you can improve in. An area where they think you can improve in. You got to be able to take some type of criticism. It's constructive criticism. You have a bad connotation on the word criticism. You think somebody's picking on you. No, they care about you. They know you can do better. They want you to do better. But you got to also be able to cipher in between criticism and hate. And also, hate is still good, though. When somebody hating on you, come on. What Cat Williams say, if you got 14 haters right now, you need to figure out a way to have 16 before the summer. You feel me? The balance, though. The balance. Like I said, again, I, you got to have that grit. You got to have some type of grit. So yeah, the learning point for me is I learned that money management, patience, discipline, setting goals, and consistency can get you out of that situation. Consistency, discipline, patience, setting goals. Set you some goals. I've always wondered, we're going to stick on this money situation for a little bit because everybody likes to talk about money. Who don't like to talk about money? Who don't like to talk about money? Thank you. Thank you. So. What I've learned is, another thing that I learned is, when you're around a certain group of people and you're like, man, I wish somebody would have told me that when I was younger, or ain't nobody ever told me that. Yeah. It just now hit me. It just now hit me. They didn't tell me back then because they didn't know. They did not know how to manage money. They didn't know what to invest in. If you say invest, they going to invest in that alcohol bottle or whatever. Invest? You telling me I got to get my money and I can't see, can't see no money right away? They ain't going to give me my money back tomorrow or next week? You tell me I got to wait three, four months to a year? Or, oh, no, I ain't investing in nothing. That's most people's mindset. It's like, why though? You know where it's at? Oh, the stock market be crashing. Do you know what that means? That means it's a sale going on. You should put more money in. If you're investing in a good company, this is not financial advice. I'm not even gonna get too deep into that. But you just hear people say, oh, the stock market crash. I lost my money. Come on, you gotta know the game in order to like, you, you can't just listen to anybody that a lot of people just invest in the stock market and just because they try to get a quick dollar, they never learn the game. What you think a 401k is? They invest your money in the stock market, except now you don't get to pick. You can lose money in a 401k too. Did you know that? Wouldn't you want to pick what you're investing in yourself? Let me drink some of this coffee, man. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, it is 1.14 in the morning and I'm over here raging right now. Yeah, but a 401k, invest your money. Again, 
they didn't tell me back then because they didn't know they didn't know how to manage their money they didn't know how to invest their money they wasn't they still don't know how to manage their money or invest their money they don't practice it that's why you were never told those things that's why you would that's why you always say why didn't nobody tell me this when i was young or i was never told that because the people that surround you don't know or didn't know or they know when they still don't practice it you know what i'm saying there's another phrase that i really like it says to know how to do a thing but not do it is the same as to not know how to do something so basically i can know how to do something i can know how to start this podcast up but if i don't do it it's the same thing as me not knowing how to do it you're getting the same result so you can know that you're supposed to be managing money but if you don't do it you're in the same boat as that person that don't know how to you can have that one you can have that one i get that one to you i just got to make one thing clear just to be clear i am accountable for all of this i told you big accountability shit over here we not blaming nobody we already discussed you point one finger you got three pointing back at you pinky ring middle you feel me we're not pointing no fingers we're not pointing your fingers i take accountability for where i'm at today i'm not saying it's my mother's fault i'm not saying it's her parents fault i'm not saying it's my father's fault it's none of their fault I've been on I've been in this world long enough. I've had plenty of chances to make the right decision. I just went with the wrong one too many times. I'm not gonna say too many times because I'm still alive. And I am growing, I'm a better person than I was. I'm listen, if you would have seen me two years ago and you would see me now, you would have thought I was faking back then or faking now or whatever. You would be like, yo, this is crazy. Crazy. I take accountability for all that though. Everything. Everything. Because the whole time I knew right from wrong. I know what I should have been doing, what I shouldn't have been doing. But I just made the choice to have fun. To have fun. But you work hard now, have fun later. That's my motto now. I'm just taking y'all along my journey back into the past that's all that's all and i hope y'all enjoying it man listen i hope that y'all have been enjoying this right we're just reflecting we're just looking back in the past to try to correct our future you know what i'm saying if you don't change anything that you've been doing in the last five years guess what them next five gonna be like i'm just let you know just just guess what they're gonna be like the same the same I'm just telling you that this is that's just the truth i said before how i've never seen a relationship that i would consider to be true love or display what you know love is like someone in my immediate family or proximity i don't think i've ever had that display of affection and love personally most of the time what i experience is people get together based off of material things and physical features 
and later on down the road these same people who got together because of those things don't have goals or maybe one does and the other doesn't they don't they didn't really get to know each other the communication wasn't there in the beginning it, it just wasn't there because they you know again they just got together for the wrong reason that display of affection and love has never been shown to me yeah communication is usually the fucking problem that's it the communication is usually the fucking problem with a lot of relationships around me people just don't know how to talk to each other they don't know how to communicate their feelings and since y'all want me, I know y'all probably you keep saying y'all you do I'm gonna tell you about me right my issue looking back I simply didn't know how to communicate. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. I didn't know how to communicate my feelings. I didn't know what was valuable in a woman. I just didn't know how to be vulnerable. It just, I don't even know how to explain, you know, what I was thinking at that time. I guess I was benefiting from it. I had a girlfriend, we we're having sex and I mean, for the everything, but the argument was good. <laughs> we lived in a good spot. We had decent jobs. Fucking, I don't know. Arguing though, communication. I think our egos collided too much. Our egos collided bad. She was smart as fuck. I'm not gonna lie to you. But I put a lot of logic into my reasons, and oh, oh my, I put a lot of logic into why I do things, and. Sometimes she wouldn't get it and we would argue and I didn't know how to communicate what I was doing and she didn't want to be wrong and listen, just communication, right? Communication is really the problem with a lot of relationships that I've seen other than outside of myself. That's just it. People don't want to be wrong. People don't know how to communicate their feelings. People aren't emotionally available for their spouse. So now whenever you do apologize or whatnot, it's like the sincerity isn't get Like, it's just not there. It's just not the same feeling because you don't even know what you're apologizing for most of the time. You're just doing it just to make her happy. You know what I'm saying? That's not the way to do things. You should. I, I don't really know how to explain it. I've gotten way better with my communication, though, to be honest with you. Like, way better. That's one thing I really focus on the most is how to talk to people, how people perceive things, trying to look at it from their perspective more than looking at it from mine, just because for the simple fact, I know my perspective on things. And I'm really just trying to get in people's beat. I'm trying to be the person behind your skin, trying to really understand what's going on here. Yeah. So if I had one thing to say, it's just work on your communication. But off of the relationship thing, it, it's, it still is relationship, but it's not like boyfriend, girlfriend. I had so many people leave out my life. And it's because of various of reasons. And I'm talking about people that's close to me. Close. Close. Like this. Fingers crossed. I want people for their fingers crossed. And they're just displaying how close 
you are, how close the relationship is, close. I had people leave out my life, and that had shielded me to where I just don't let people get close to me. I didn't, right? I let some people get close to me now, but I'm more picky with who. It's like a vetting process they have to go through. I can't just, hey, but nice to meet you. We're best of friends now. Let's hang out. You're going to be my best partner for some years. I know it. No, it takes a while. It takes a while. I'm like that with back. Now I got to step back into the relationship thing, but I'm like that with women now too. I don't just, I don't just, yeah, I got to get to know you. I got to, I got to get to know what you about. Like what's on your mind. Are you emotionally stable? What are some of the things you've been through? You got to, because some people just don't want to live back in that past and, and fix those things. And I can't be living with that my whole life because I'm good. I'm working on it. I know what I got to do. I may not have touched on everything. I'm not saying I'm perfect again, but I'm working on it. I need you to be right there along, not living my journey, but living a journey of your own personal development, communication. It took me some years, y'all. I'm not going to lie to y'all. It took me some years to become comfortable with my bald head. And I'm not going to show you right now because I haven't cut my hair. So it's like my hairline bad. So if I were to take my hat off now, I would have like hair here. Not like patches. I said here, here, But it's not like patches. <laughs> it's not patches, but I got a bare hairline. So I cut my hair bald, right? But I didn't have my, a bad hairline before I cut my dreads. And when I cut, cutting my dreads, I had to prove the whole process a lot of people don't even know but i had two people in my life and they said things i don't know if they know i felt as strongly as i felt about those things that they said but it made me want to cut my dreads for the simple fact it was in the sense of my dreads made me and i didn't believe that so one day I drank and I cut my hair. I cut it. I was thinking, I was like, yep, cut my hair. I know my hair didn't make me and I know it still doesn't make me. I'm not about to show y'all, but I got pictures on Instagram if you want to see. I think my Instagram main photo is my hair ball, if you want to see. But I had to prove to myself. I had to become, I really felt a weakness in that, right? Because I was thinking to myself, it's like, does my hair really make me? Though that may be a fool's thought to play into whatever you want to call it, what they were doing by saying the things that they said. I wanted to prove that to me. I wanted to be 100% comfortable with me. And I cut my hair bald. And when I did it, I didn't know how to be comfortable with myself. For the longest time, I wore hats. And don't get me wrong, I still wear hats to this day. But like back then, I even wore hats when I had dreads. When my hairline was in great shape, healthy, I wore hats. I, hats has always been a thing, but when I cut my hair bald, it was more like 
you couldn't get this motherfucker off my head. <laughs> I did not like my hair, y'all, when I cut it bald. And I tried to grow it back out, and my hair was growing funny. I like Mr. Jefferson, off the Jeffersons or whatever his name is. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. But what I did was I started looking. I started being like, why do you feel this way, bro? Do you really think your hair made you? You're smart. I'm intelligent. I'm wise. And I'm funny. I would say. Whatever. I don't care if you don't think so. I communicate well. I'm a good people's person. Basically, I listed all the great things about myself and said, you have all this and you're worrying about your hair. That was the day that I posted myself on Instagram, I believe, just to whatever. I'm good now. Right now, like literally right now, I'm good. I don't care. I don't care. Lick about my head. Hair is gone. Low key, my dreads got stolen too because I was going to get them twisted back in. But let me tell you what happened real quick. I was working on a pipeline. I had a Jeep. My Jeep's transmission went out. So I parked it at a CVS. I came back a day, almost a, a day later. Thought it got towed. Called the police department. Apparently, it was in a bad neighborhood. She thought that I knew that. I called my insurance. They thought I had the van stolen because I couldn't provide all the paperwork because I was out of state working and whatever. So I said, F it. But anyways, I had cut my hair. It was in a bag, in a box, in my Jeep. And yeah, dress got stolen. I couldn't put them in if I wanted to. I think that's just a lesson from God to be comfortable with who I am. That was him just pushing me to be comfortable with who I am. Nah, you was going to do this. If I would have left that there for you, you was going to put them back in your head. Get comfortable with who you are. You strong. You feel me? Be confident. I gave you that brain. I gave you all these traits. I gave you all that. Live in that. But yeah, that was that. I am comfortable with myself now, though. I really wish I could grow a beard, though. I really, that's... I really wish I could do that. But yeah, again, these are just a few things that I've reflected on and still dive deep into these things to this day, right? I, these same things that we've just talked about get thought about multiple times a week, not because I feel shame or I'm disappointed or none, nothing, anything to bring me down is not the reason that I go back and think about those things. I think about those things to keep me, keep myself reminded of the growth, the development I've already had. And it keeps it fresh on my mind. Be like, yo, we're not going back. We're not doing this again. You feel me? You know how when you make it to a certain, when you make it to a certain level in life and you just living in that you comfortable you good and you like i'm not going back to that no more i'm not doing that again they don't deserve me I'm not speaking on anybody specific or a specific group but it's just like i wasn't looking out for me back then 
I wasn't caring about me. Trying to make everybody else happy. I care about y'all, but I can't make all y'all happy. Because y'all don't even know what make y'all happy. You feel me? How you gonna make somebody else happy that don't know what makes them happy? That's what I was doing. I was living my life trying to fulfill the happiness of others. Yeah. That's what it was. I'm good. I'm telling you, I'm good. I'm good, baby. I'm growing, baby. I'm telling y'all, give it. I can't put a I can't put a number on God's timeline, but I know my time is coming. I know my time is coming. And this podcast is getting lengthy. So let me just go ahead and wrap this up. Again, I'm not afraid to tell you who I am. I'm not too proud or overran by ego to admit I've been wrong. And I just or I am wrong. I stay saying wrong shit. Not intentionally, but I don't know everything. I'm learning myself. I'm comfortable in discovering more of myself. And if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. If you know better, tell me I'm wrong. I'm not going to be mad at you. I have a choice to either listen to you or go on about my day. I'm going to still do my research regardless. But tell me I'm wrong so I can stop being wrong. I'm not full of ego. I'm not like everybody else. I'm not like them. Tell me I'm wrong. It's okay. I'm I know I'm not always right. It's fine with me. I need these things so I can keep improving. I need it. We should never want to feel like we're always right or never wrong. We should never feel like we're the best that we can be. Because then what's next? I'm the best I can be. What's next? You feel me? Just be better than you were yesterday. Get in your past. Get in your past. Get in your bag and get in your past. Get in your bag and get in your past. I'm telling you. But most importantly, get in your past. And discover why you are who you are today. I think that in the future, though, speaking forward, I think that we'll have these AI systems that'll have so much information on us that we'll be living with on a daily basis that it'll be able to extract, right? Like it'll be able to extract certain patterns that's ingrained in us, certain things that we do, certain ways that we feel about people doing certain things to us or saying certain things to us, why certain words hurt us. It'll be able to tell us that it'll be able to be like, listen, this is why this hurts you because your parents back in the day did this and now you had this. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's coming. It already has the capabilities to compress large amounts of data and pull out commonalities within it. Let's just say it has a lot of your information. Everything in your phone, everything you've ever typed on social media. And it can just pick out certain patterns that's within you that need to be corrected or thought about. Improved. Whatever the case may be. AI has several ways that it learns, right? 
just to tell you this one thing. AI has several ways that it learns. The one that I've been studying is called unsupervised deep learning, which is a part of machine learning. In a sense, AI is given object with no way to identify what it is or where it belongs. Through several repeated methods and algorithms, the AI on its own will begin to identify and pair the objects together. It'll start identifying types of fur, structure, movement, sounds, colors, and who knows what else. No, literally, who knows what else? No one. It's able to identify so many different patterns within objects. The human eye couldn't even pick it up, nor could we even comprehend it. Right? It's, it, the computer has eyes. Not, of course, you know the camera, but it has eyes. It can see. It can learn on its own. But that is called unsupervised learning. So now moving on to the African intelligence segment. Today, we'll speak on Professor Charles Isbell, now Dean of Computing at Georgia Institute of Technology, Georgia Tech. He is from Atlanta and attended college in Atlanta. After graduating, he went to MIT and got a PhD in machine learning. Unsupervised learning, what we just talked about, is a part of machine learning. And that's why he got his PhD in machine learning. Some of his accomplish accomplishments are for his dissertation he developed a novel algorithm for inferring sparse multi-level structures from a large collection of electronically available text this was done in an unsupervised way using principles from statistics and information theory i know i know like i'm gonna tell you what this means so basically what this means is he created a new algorithm that can analyze a vast amount of electronically available text the algorithm can identify patterns and hierarchical relationships within the text data. Most importantly, it was completed in an unsupervised manner, meaning that the algorithm can learn to extract information without the need for pre-labeled or annotated data. Bow, bow. Smart man. Some of his more recent projects or accomplishments are he has won two best paper awards for technical contributions in artificial intelligence and machine learning. Isbell was inducted as a fellow of the Association for Computing Machinery in 2018 with the citation for contributions to interactive machine learning and for contributions to increasing access. Oh, so increasing access and diversity in computing. Getting them colored folks in their dough. Getting colored folks in the dough. You feel me? Bravo, my brother. Some of his hobbies are he has wrote hip hop reviews, used to run the annual New Jack Hip Hop Awards, ran the funky music and hip hop mailing list. And more from more than 15 years, he maintained the This Week and Black History page and calendar. He also likes racquetball, weightlifting and ultimate frisbee. And he has a family. Random fact about Isbell, Charles Isbell, is that he dislikes when people calls it Georgia Tech rather than Georgia Institute of Technology. 
And today I listened to an interview of his and on the Lex Friedman podcast. And he said this, right? There's nothing wrong with doing it at the last minute as long as you know when the last minute is. Say that one more time for you. He said there is nothing wrong with doing it at the last minute as long as you know when the last minute is. Professor Charles Isbell. Give it up for Charles Isbell, y'all. That has been our African intelligence segment, the AI segment. Don't get it confused with artificial intelligence. You feel me? Yeah. Okay, before we end this, right? I want to give you a message. Let me get close. If you believe God is perfect and makes no mistake, if you truly believe that, how could you ever be flawed? Get comfortable, be confident, and prosperous. Don't give society the power to determine your happiness without ever challenging it. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I just want to thank everybody for tuning in to this week of the Psych Expansion Podcast. We are on episode 11. As you all may know, the season ends episode 12. But listen, don't worry. Everything's going to be all right. We're not stopping at two. Like, we're not going to take a week off or two weeks off when we get to episode 12 and switch to season two. I'm going to just tell you what season two is going to do. We're going to have a new thumbnail. And we're going to have guests on the show. Yes. We're about to start talking to some people, learning what other people got going on, learning what other people thinking, seeing if those other people challenge my belief system, see if they could change my mind. And if you have some good opinions and if you have some good thought processes, just let me know in the comments or email us at the Psych Expansion Podcast. Email me at betterlevelup at gmail.com. Uh, and the psych expansion podcast is at gmail.com as well or you can hit us up on instagram at the psych expansion podcast or you can follow my direct page underscore ask gabriel again i appreciate y'all for tuning in this has been episode 11 of the psych expansion podcast peace love enjoy joy